Jesus, we thank you so much for this beautiful day, God. We ask you that you would um, speak to our hearts, God, as we dive into Psalm chapter 7, God. Help us to just draw the riches and the and just wisdom from your word, God, um, through this portion of scripture, God. We, we entrust everything into your hands right now. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord, we thank you. Amen. Amen. Um, so we don't always do this, but we felt like we wanted to actually read through the psalm with you guys together. Um, so that's Psalm chapter 7. And so if you follow along, follow along with us. I'm going to be reading the HCSB uh, version, which is my favorite. But um, it's, uh, yeah, verse 1. So Yahweh, my God, I seek refuge in you. Save me from all my pursuers and rescue me, or they will tear me up like a, like a lion ripping me apart with no one to rescue me. Yahweh my God, if I have done this, or if there's injustice in my hands, if I have done harm to one um, at peace with me, or have plundered my adversary without cause, may an enemy pursue and overtake me. May he trample me to the ground and leave my honor in the dust. Rise up, Lord, in your anger. Lift up yourself against the fury of my adversaries. Awake for me. You have ordained a judgment. Let the assemblies of your people gather around you. Take your seat on high over it. The Lord judges the people. The Lord judges the peoples. Vindicate me, Lord, according to my righteousness and my integrity. Let the evil of the wicked come to an end, but establish the righteous. The one who examines the thoughts and the emotions is a righteous God. My shield is with God who saves the upright in heart. God is a righteous judge and a God who shows his wrath every day. If anyone does not repent, God will sharpen his sword. He has strung his bow and has made it ready. He has prepared his deadly weapons. He tips his arrows with fire. See, the wicked one is pregnant with evil, conceives trouble and gives birth to deceit. He dug a pit and hollowed it out, but fell into the hole that he made. His trouble comes back on his own head, and his violence falls on top of his head. I will thank the Lord for his righteousness. I will sing out I will sing about the name of Yahweh, the most high. Amen. Yeah, this is a this is a time in, in David's life where um, you know he's he's in trouble. And we we've seen a pattern, you know, in, in previous Psalms that he's He's always running from something he's always you know he always has an enemy someone's always trying to either kill him or you know he's he's always kind of like seeking refuge and this is kind of like the theme of of this chapter um but we have to understand also that you know modern day christians we're post cross like we're we're we understand what it means to take on and put on the righteousness of christ and then like our works like the new testament says you know before god our righteousness it it amounts to filthy rags but um this is this is pre-cross this is pre-jesus and you know david he's he's gonna bring up a point about something about his own righteousness like god if there's something if there's something found in me that's uh if there's something in like test me by what i've done you know and it's you know, a lot of this stuff, it, it could be misunderstood, but we, we have to understand the context that um, David, he's, he's, he's living in a time where, you know, they're, they're, not blood, they're not bought by the blood of Jesus. They're not, uh, like, people don't understand the concept of, you know, 
I am nothing and God is everything. You know, there's nothing good that's within me. Yeah. And I think that, like, this can, like, what you're saying, Vitaly, is could make this psalm complicated, you know, like, to really understand it. And to be honest, I don't think me and you really completely understand it. Yeah. Like, this is a tough one. Yeah. And not that we fully understand the others. I mean, we take out, like, little pieces of gems that we think are valuable. But, um, like, we'll be honest, like, you could probably email us and tell us that we're wrong. Yeah. We might be. Um, but this is just raw. This is just what just what's on our heart. And, you know, like, we, we could be incorrect is what I'm trying to say. Because yeah, it's just kind of hard to really digest this psalm. Yeah, and we could have chose to skip Psalm 7. But just to do God's word, you know, justice, like... We want to go through the complicated portions of scriptures. Yeah, it's here for a reason. Because, yeah, the God can speak to anyone, you know, because, you know, he, he wants to speak to us. And I'm sure that someone, you know, today is going to hear something that they need in the season of life that they're in. But For sure. Uh, well, anyways, like what, like, uh, I, I wanted to just touch on, uh, Vitaly, like, what is this psalm really talking about? Um, like, obviously, there's something David is seeking refuge from something right he's being chased like you're saying he always is being chased seems like um but we know some there's some sort of threat right that he's running away from and i think before we mention anything and we mention this a lot but it's honest honestly i think it's valuable to mention is the fact that under this threat david first runs to god like he finds refuge in him and i, I just think that's that's valuable always to just highlight just that's his nature is just running running to god yeah and i want to quickly highlight like in verse in verses three through five um i'm not going to read it because we've already went through it but david's almost saying like god if i'm guilty of something i want your punishment if i'm if i'm convicted of something like i want you to correct me and he's almost just like a really mature like that's not that's not a superficial yeah. christian not many like, people can say this yeah you know people want to do the opposite and like, i don't want to i don't want to say that god even if i am wrong you know like you know take take away the punishment but but david's being like no like he's being conf almost very confident in the fact that he's right in something yeah but you see the, i think the thing is is that like his confidence is it's in his own integrity like he says in um like vitaly's mentioning like, verse three through five where he says like if I'm wrong, if I'm unjust, like, let my enemy overtake me. And then verse 8, he says, um, like, vindicate me, Lord, according to my righteousness and my integrity. Like, David is mentioning that, um, like, test me according to what I think is right. Um, he feels justified in that, like, whatever is on his mind, he's living. Like, he's not fake. He's, he's living with integrity. If he's doing something, like there's nothing in his in his mind right now that he's like, I'm in, I know I'm doing this wrong and I'm and I'm doing it wrong, like he's living by the way he thinks is correct. Yeah. And there is some value in that vitality. Like we know that we're we're our righteousness is like filthy rags before God. Yes, but there is some value in living with integrity, saying that God, to my best knowledge, to what I can understand, like. I'm living, you know, by my righteousness. I guess you could you could say that. Like, there's nothing in my life that I'm intentionally not repenting of if it's wrong. You know what I mean? Like living, yeah, honestly. Yeah, and it's a lot of it has to do with like even personal conviction. You know, 
Like God, God has such a unique personal relationship with every single believer that you know things are gonna bother certain people that won't bother other people. And and David's like he's he's in a point of life where he's like you know what like I have maybe a false accuser pursuing me and trying to either take my life or accuse me of something. But he's like I've done nothing wrong. Like in my remembrance of the things I've done in the past week in the past month, like. I feel like I'm clean before you, like God. But if I'm wrong, correct me. Yeah. And that's there's a verse that comes to my mind, and it's like God disciplines or He chastises those that He loves. Yeah. And David understood that in the heart of God. Right. Like when God does even punish us, it's not to do us harm. It's actually to better us, to make us become more like the character of Jesus. Yeah. And I think that's a that's a very hard thing to pray is to say God punish me if I'm wrong. Like correct me if I'm if I'm wrong, because th- that's the whole purpose of of correction of consequences is to cause Point you to repent. Wrong. Yeah, is to lead you to open up your eyes to repent. Um, because if we don't repent, like I think verse twelve highlights this beautifully. Like this is what happens when we don't repent. It says, if anyone does not repent, God will sharpen his bow. He's gonna make his his uh, he's gonna sharpen his sword. He's gonna make his bow ready. Um, you know his tips uh, his arrows with fire and like there is and then he goes on further to see this is what happens to the wicked people this is what happens to those who don't repent is they fall into their own trap yeah um, and I like Vitaly asked me before like what does that what does that actually mean like to fall into your own trap um, and I, I don't know if I completely can grasp my head around it um, but like, I know many times people will pursue something. They'll try to build something that they're chasing. And because they are chasing something wrong or because their, their approach to it is wrong, they're building their own trap. Like, for example, like people search, um, people run after money and that's all they're chasing. They're chasing money. They're chasing like at the core of their, what they're actually looking for. They're looking for like satisfaction to be to be financially secure to be stable content stable and in their pursuit of money they actually never they actually rob themselves of that they rob themselves of of contentment or like you could say for example like love people want to be loved and so in their pursuit of love in sinful ways they actually rob themselves of the actual opportunity to to be loved yeah um so like they if I could say this like um, in their building of whatever they're searching for they actually fall into their own trap and that's what that's what happens when we don't repent like when we're just living our lives in a way where we um, we're just chasing something or pursuing something we're not repenting we're not asking God for consequences we don't have consequences we don't see that we're doing anything wrong we fall into a trap and that's why, like, this is so important to praise, to say, God, if I'm wrong, correct me because I don't see it. I don't see where I'm wrong. I'm living my life as, as I think is right. Whatever I'm doing, I'm doing as I think is, is, is good. But if I'm wrong, let consequences come my way to stop me so that I would repent and not fall into my own trap. Like, that's what I think this psalm is, is really grasping. And, 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 you know, we might be wrong, but... Um, yeah, I just 
I just want to. I think at the core of it, just repentance. Yeah, and I just want to touch on our repentance. Uh, just to conclude, um, repentance. A lot of a lot of people, uh, you know, when they when they teach on repentance, they kind of bring up like, just forgive me. You know, as long as you forgive me, I feel like I'm repented and I'm clean, I'm clear. But repentance is a deeper concept because it deals with the mind. You know, there's so many verses in the Bible that that bring up. Um, for example, Proverbs 23, 7. As a man thinks in his heart, so he is. And there's verses like Romans 2, 4. It says that the goodness of God's, the goodness of God leads us to a place of repentance. You know, God, he wants to lead us to a place where our mind is changed about something. Where in one moment we thought something was right. You know, we, we were so convinced. But then God, he, he's so gently and softly. And it's sometimes it's a process. He leads us to a place to think different. You know, why was Jesus so sought after? Why was Jesus so almost persecuted? It's because I think he was otherworldly. His mind was somewhere so far from what man was used to, you know, and people marveled. Like there's so many scriptures that says like they were amazed by what he said or what he did. And, you know, because he thought different. He, he had complete repentance because he was perfect. He had complete, he had a complete the complete mind of God because he was God. Yeah. You know, and God wants to lead us to that place where we do think more like Christ. And yeah. We, I think we should be careful because like Christ did not need repentance, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, and like, I think that sometimes we could fall into this trap of thinking like repentance is like, if I'm stealing something, then repenting will be to stop stealing it. But like you're saying, that's something deeper than that. It's about changing, opening my eyes so that I can change my so that my mind gets changed about the fact that stealing is actually harming somebody like starting up in your head not necessarily just stopping the action yeah true so and you see how like that's like that also ties into like integrity like like not living fake not living where your hands are different than what your head is not living with hypocrisy like if I'm doing something wrong it's because in my head it's wrong or if I'm doing something right, it's because I'm transformed in my mind to do things differently with my hands. Not like, I think the Pharisees, right? Jesus, uh, you know, um, rebukes them so much because they lived a life where they're in their heads, they were one way, but their hands were different. Yet David, like, even though he was wrong in his head sometimes, he... Like, there was no disconnect between his head and his hands. If it, something was messed up in his head, his hands were doing something. And that's like... I'm not trying to justify doing bad stuff, but I'm saying, like, there's some value to, like, living with integrity. Being honest. Like, if you're wrong... Like... I don't know. Come before God and be honest before Him, is what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, don't, don't yeah. try to live a fake life. Be somebody else... Um, where you're doing things differently than what you're thinking like if if there's something's wrong then let's repent in our mind first so that our hands are, are going to change i guess that's what i'm trying to say um and, and the, i think w one of the things i definitely wanted to um highlight as we're talking about repentance is like i've come to know in my own life that um repentance is first of all something that i go through all the time i'm always being corrected i'm always being convicted by the holy spirit and and being turned around um but repentance is a gift yeah. like if you come to a place where you're convicted in your heart about something 
don't take that lightly. Yeah, they just that's an indication that your heart is alive. Like your heart is still connected with the Lord. And he he's doing a work. You know, it's it's scary when God stops doing his work in your life because that might mean that he's absent. Yeah, but you know, I don't always feel like even if I'm doing something wrong, I don't always feel the the conviction to repent. But when I do, like I think that's a, what I'm trying to say is I think that's a gift. Yeah. Don't take the don't take those moments lightly. Like yeah. if God is convicting you right now of something that you did wrong, that is like that is a gem. You are so blessed to have that conviction in your heart to actually have that sort of even guilt against something wrong and go and repent. Don't don't just let that guilt go without its inaction. But f go seek God in repentance. Go find transformation in your mind so that you can live differently. So you can live with integrity. So that when when something wrong and happens happens in your life, a threat, you can say, God, I'm living, you know, like David says, judge me according to my righteousness and my my integrity. Like, what am I doing wrong, God? And if I am, correct me, so that I don't fall into my own trap. So I don't fall into uh, my own pit that that I'm building. I don't know. I, I guess this this is a this is a tough psalm really to grasp, and I don't know if we really understand the concept of it completely. But hey, if you guys have thoughts, please reach out to us. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Hey, maybe even have you on a podcast sometime. Yeah, you just remember, guys. I'm gonna repeat myself one more time that it is the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. And just just for the week or for the next couple of days, I would just want we want you guys to just meditate on that. That God is good. Yeah. And even when he is correcting something in our lives, like that's good. It's good. You know, it's he's trying to make a finished product with you, you know. And it's it's not going to happen until we're in glory with him up right. in heaven, but you know, while we're on this earth, we we want to be the best representatives of Jesus, yeah. and you can't shortcut it. You have to go through the process. So enjoy it. Um it's pleasant when you're going through it with him, but when you're without him, I mean, it's it's a struggle. It's a yeah. real struggle. That's good. Yeah. Pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. God Have a blessed week. Yep.